Hello out there, world. I'm William Sanderson, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, thank you for joining us once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 331 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this week we have a fascinating guest for you. William Sanderson is going to be joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. You might remember him from Deadwood or from True Bloods, or uh, Blade Runner, or one of the things everybody's going to remember him for, from New Hearts. He was Larry, with his brothers Daryl and Daryl. Great character, and he is here to talk about all of those, right here on On Screen and Beyond. So I hope you're going to stick around for that. He's a great guy, and we got so much to talk about. He's coming up in a few minutes. But, before we get into Remake Madness, just want to remind you, if you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. And, uh, you know, if you want to send an email to me, feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com is where you can send it. All right, what do you say? Let's get right into it. It's uh, at that time. I've been uh, away in San Francisco getting a lot of great interviews for you at the California Independent Film Festival. But this week's show is starting, so let's get ready. It's time for Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, the reboot, remake, sequel, whatever you want to call it, of Vacation is moving along and is scheduled to start shooting this week. Now, Ed Helms has the role of Rusty. Remember, over the years, there a couple of characters played that, a couple of people, rather, played that character. And uh, now he's all grown up, and Ed Helms is at the... Uh, at the helm of that character. And also Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo are scheduled to return. So that should be a fun movie. And it seems like Disney's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea just doesn't stop. It was a go again. And now it's off again as director David Fincher has left over a dispute with the studio on his casting choices. Well, looks like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea will remain. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And it looks like a remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer is now in the works. Very interesting. We'll keep you informed as things move along. That's it for uh, Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Stick around. It's coming up next. Upcoming new movies, Chris Pine will star in a sci-fi thriller called Z is for Zachariah. Now, this one is about a 16-year-old girl who survives a nuclear war in a small town. Anne Anna Kendricks. Anne Anna Kendricks will lend her voice to an animated 2016 film called Trolls. It's about how the trolls got their vibrant colored hair. Now, remember, you might remember as a kid, those little trolls with the pink hair and the you know yellow hair and the multicolored hair and everything. 
Well, that's what this is about, so uh, we'll see what happens with that one. And you can look out for Mr. Right. It's going to be starring Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendricks also, and that'll be in 2015 as a woman falls for a former hitman who she thinks is Mr. Right. Now, they list this one as a comedy action, you know, that type of movie. So, you know, rom-com type thing, I guess. And uh, that's it. Next, we're going to take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, the 24th James Bond film starts shooting this December. So get ready for more James Bond action. And Will Ferrell says they are going to do Zoolander 2, which Ben Stiller has co-written, and they're actually getting together to uh, sort of do a reading and you know crunch things out and come up with other ideas, so we'll see what happens there. And you can look out for Morgan Freeman in the cast of Ted 2. Now, Freeman is going to play a civil rights lawyer helping Ted in this adventure, so uh, <laughs> that should be a fun movie. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? We got it next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TV on DVD, October 7th, Sharknado 2, the second one from the Sci-Fi Channel, will spin on to Blu-ray and DVD, and that's, like I said, on October 7th. Under the Dome, Season 2, will hit Blu-ray and DVD on December 9th, and White Collar, the complete fifth season, comes our way November 4th. That is it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, October 28th, you can get Jennifer Aniston and Will Fort in Life of Crime on DVD and Blu-ray and Digital HD. And Disney's Planes, Fire and Rescue will arrive on Blu-ray Combo Pack and DVD on November 4th. And October 28th, you can look for A Most Wanted Man with Philip Seymour Hoffman as it lands on Blu-ray and DVD. That's it. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and entertainment time. Well, Kathy Bates will once again be in the cast of American Horror Story. This season, she plays a bearded lady. And CBS has picked up the rumored Supergirl series. No date yet when it will premiere or who is involved with it. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it is time for Celebrity Birthdays right here. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> 
Celebrating birthdays, September 21st, Bill Murray turns 64, Luke Wilson, 43, and Cheryl Hines, 49. Monday, September 22nd, Tom Felton turns 26, Joan Jett of the Blackhearts turns 55, Debbie Boone turns 57, Tuesday, September 23rd, Jason Alexander turns 54. And on September 24th, Kevin Sorbo, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 55. Thursday, September 25th, Will Smith turns 45. Mark Hamill, 62. Catherine Zeta-Jones, 44. Heather Locklear, 52. And on Friday, September 26th, Olivia Newton-John turns 65. Linda Hamilton turns 57. And Melissa Sue Anderson, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 51. And on Saturday, September 27th, Meatloaf, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, turns 66. And Debbie Derryberry, Jimmy Neutron, turns 46. She was also a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. This week on our listener birthdays, we don't have any. Nobody sent anything in. So, once again, i got to remind you, if you would like to have the world, listeners here at On Screen and Beyond, celebrate your birthday, send me the info, or a friend's birthday, or a relative's birthday. Send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, the date of the birthday. Send it a little bit ahead of time so I can get it on. Also, the name of the person. You can give me the first name or first and last name, whichever you like. And also the birth date, how old they're going to be if you want. And, of course, where they're from. So, go ahead and send those to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we have an amazing guest for you. Love this guy on New Heart. He was Larry with the two brothers, Daryl and Daryl. Remember him? William Sanderson, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Hi, I'm Larry, and this is my brother Daryl, and this is my other brother Daryl. That line from Newhart in the 80s was made famous by my next guest. He also is known for his roles in Blade Runner, Deadwood, True Blood, and so many others. It's William Sanderson. William, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. I had to laugh when you said you did that line very well. <laughs> I didn't do it as good as you. You you just did such a great job when you did that line. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was so much fun to have a regular job. And yeah. work with Bob Newhart. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. It, it must have been a thrill to work with him. The two brothers, too, Tony Papenthus and John Bolstad, that put up with me. <laughs> now, any other actor, I probably would have gotten fired. <laughs> well, since we've we've started talking a little bit about this, let's let's get right into this part of the interview. How did you come about getting the part as Larry on the Newhart show? Well. Uh, boy, how do I not get too long-winded? It, they just called me in uh, an audition, and uh, I put several layers of clothes, like my grandfather had on the farm in Kentucky or the bums in the Bowery of New York, and uh, put a quarter in my ear, like I'd seen an old black lady do in Mississippi, <laughs> and uh, they liked it <laughs> and uh, called me back. And uh, luckily, the audience liked it. Oh, yeah. We have a live audience, but I don't know if I answered your question. I had played a character in New York on stage 
called insect comedy. He was a tramp who had true insight into what was going on in the world, but he was a drunk. Mm-hmm. So I took parts of him, parts of the town crazy, in another movie called Savage Weekend, and and uh, uh, that's basically it. Yeah. So when when you read a part like for a part like that. Uh, do they give you any idea of how they want you to act, or do do they give no, you the free reign? In that instance, no, because uh, when I came back for a subsequent episode, I said to the producer, you want me to do so-and-so? And he said, whatever you did before. <laughs> and uh, uh, But I, it's easy to think that I meant more to the group than I did. It was the three brothers oh yeah and the two with the same name so uh but we were we managed to keep the egos in check and have a lot of fun yeah now was that originally the way it was planned that you know you'd be larry and then the other ones the two I guys think would they be... read for the same part they had done some plays in los angeles at the mark taper forum and they were wonderful theater actors and uh they just picked me for some reason. I think they wrote it for my friend named Tracy Walter, and he auditioned. He told me years later, he said, uh, I said, did did you get crazy on him? And he said, no, I didn't do anything I usually don't. I crawled under some desks. <laughs> but uh, the irony is wasn't even written for me. Yeah. Was it planned that the, the brothers, uh, Daryl and Daryl, would not talk? Yeah, that was uh, that. That was a plan, but they were paid uh, well for their silence, mm-hmm. and uh, had to be hard for them, though, you know. Uh, and uh, we were offered a lot of jobs that would have brought more money, but MTM and Newhart wanted to keep it, you know, mysterious and just a certain amount of episodes. So I was grateful in retrospect. You get too much, too long. Uh, that's all you're ever going to be remembered. Right. Yeah. 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 But it would, you, you, to me, not having many lines or no lines at all is probably the, the hardest thing to do, and still come across as something that's memorable to people. Oh, I think so. Having tried it in the movie called The Client with Tommy Lee and Susan Sarandon, but. Mm-hmm. It it is hard, and they have a lot more character than I have. And Tony was a shy. Pappenfuss, my brother Daryl, was a shy kid. People thought he couldn't talk, but he's very bright. He skipped a grade, but he's great at mime. And John studied. John Volstead, my other brother Daryl, studied in England. So they brought a lot, and they helped me. Believe it or not, I don't know what they'd say now. <laughs> I said, I'd like to say so-and-so here, damn it. Uh, And John, with his great background, he said, think it. So they're thinking, and they were working all the time. Hmm. Now, do you guys ever see each other? Uh, Not as much now. Tony's in Minnesota, and I'm in Pennsylvania. John's in South Carolina. So not not enough, I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. But we correspond a little. Yeah. Now, you guys actually came back, was it on Coach that you re- reprised these roles? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always had a nervous breakdown. I was working, I dropped his name, John Frankenheimer, 
was working with him and I had to drive across town and rehearse and drive back and it, it, it's nervous as oh you can imagine anyway I didn't want to lose either one of them but when it rains it pours coach uh was fun and uh Barry Kemp was the producer of both shows oh. so that was why that happened I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's always fun to see the characters come back like that. Well, uh, from your ears, uh, your lips to God's ears, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, enough people liked us that the show lasted eight seasons and we didn't get fired. Right. Yeah. Was there ever any talk of giving you guys a spin off at all? Oh, yeah. I was given a certain amount of money for the option but uh yeah i don't know bob didn't really like people to go off and do their own shows Mm -hmm. so he succeeded in that but when the show went off we were free and um but mtm was sold to an english company and and there was uh, they ran out of money i'm not the only one that got an option probably julia duffy Mm -hmm. but then they wanted to do a cartoon with us and uh, but they kept us uh, they kept their heel on our neck but it's okay they did they later did a cartoon series with three of the same characters and called it something else oh really no not our character it was just a copy Mm -hmm. yeah in my opinion right yeah but i was very happy and uh uh, new the new heart was pretty great to me you know you have a hiatus so you could go do films and i I did one uh during the season and thought that i had to miss two days and i thought i was going to have a heart attack if i got back they said you know bill it costs a half a million dollars to do this show that's 25 30 years ago Mm -hmm. now they cost two million but if you don't get back on time blah 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 <laughs> so this show was a joy and bob was a joy and the cast was fun yeah it was it was just such a, a good show and, and it was it, it you know you, if you were having fun it obviously it reflected to uh the viewers uh when we watched it because it was it was just a lot of fun to watch yeah, and I had some momentum in the movies, and people say movies versus films, and the filmmakers are elitist, but my parents got to see it while they were still alive. So I have a lot of friends who got some success later, but their family, parents didn't get to see it. So no four-letter words, and uh, it was uh, I hopefully uh, uh, somewhat, uh, let's see, had redeeming social value. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Now, you talk about other things you've done, and, and you've actually done, I mean, the, I've got the list printed off here of the shows you've, in the, in the movies you've been in, and it's, you know, it's, it's a huge list. Uh, now, uh, one of the classic films you've been in is Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's nice to be in a cult film. I uh, had played renegades and bad guys and uh, whatever you call them, fools, clowns. I played that more lately, but when that after that movie, I got to play more of a variety because he was supposedly a kind of genius type and wore two hours of latex makeup, had premature aging, and and uh, you know initially it didn't do well, but now they just ranked it 29th out of 100 best films of all time, and mm-hmm. I think it's a great science fiction film. Oh yeah, yeah. 
yeah. myself notwithstanding, but it it uh, was uh, a great break. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people, uh, when I hear people talking about Blade Runner, you know, some people say, oh, the original Blade Runner was the best, and then some say that the director's cut was the best, you know, I mean, it, there's always those fans that that like one or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and they probably understand the story better than I did, but uh, uh, first time they came out with a re- re-edited version my wife and I went to see it in Westwood to see if it cut me out or cut my, cut me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so some, somehow I survived that too. Now, do you mind watching yourself on TV shows and movies? You know, I've heard some actors say that. Oh, I can't watch myself. Uh, do you watch yourself? Well, I don't like to do it as we're working. Years later, I might see something and say that wasn't that wasn't too bad. But as a rule. No, it takes a long time. I uh, that's one of my biggest faults. You can always do something better, mm-hmm. and it can eat you alive. You know, I said to the creator of Deadwood, David Milch, "Do you second guess yourself?" He said, "All the time." So, I wish I didn't beat myself up, but I, I'm rarely, rarely. Uh, well, I never see anything that couldn't be done better. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's... how about yourself? You you're a writer, and does it affect you? And you, oh yeah, hundreds of TV, uh, hundreds of shows, your blog. And... Yep, you could uh, you know always say something different or a different way, and <laughs> but eventually you got to just let it go. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe you let the audience determine it. Huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you mentioned Deadwood. Let's let's talk a little bit about Deadwood. How'd you come up about getting that part? Well, I had right before then I had done a film with Bruce Willis, and the director was Walter Hill, and somehow he ended up Walter ended up uh, directing the pilot. So I knew going in, they knew me, uh, and it, it was really I saw two or three roles I thought I could do, and my brilliant wife said, "No, this is the role," and sure enough, I got it, and I had as much fun as I ever had, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a, a fun part. He was the original mayor of Deadwood, South mm-hmm. Dakota, and he may have become a buffoon by the end, but, uh, you know, that's all right. I kept the money. Yeah. <laughs> but the authenticity of, of the atmosphere of that movie, you know, the the, 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 the dirt and the, the mud and, <laughs> and everything oh, else. We- we had so many artists on both sides of the camera. I think the production designer won many awards, and it, yeah, you felt like you were set back in time. Oh yeah. Uh, and it, you know, I've always liked the westerns, and uh, that uh, uh, we I, we had shot a film on that very uh, ranch that was oh, owned really? by Gene Autry originally, and now there are sound studios and. Uh, of course, like an old west town, but mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Easy drive from home, too. Oh, really? <laughs> now, have you done any other westerns? Type? Since then? Or, or before? Oh, yeah, I did a couple with Tom Selleck. I did, yeah, at least two with Tom Selleck and one with James Garner. Did. Now, I can't even remember all the names. I, uh, Lonesome Dove came out pretty well. Oh, yeah. That. It was an 11-week vacation with a bunch of wonderful <laughs> actors, and uh, I think it took them 
three, four months, but I was flying high. I had a hit series on to come back to called New Heart and Mm -hmm. was in South Texas and in New Mexico and one day this script called for snow and was shooting in July and uh, up in the mountains of uh, New Mexico it it started snowing really wow it was really a break they I don't know where where they wanted to go and shoot the film or stay in South Texas, but I thought it came out real well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there was... were other westerns that maybe they must not have been so big. I, I I can't remember. I'm not as intellectually nimble <laughs> as I used to be. No. I've I've spoken to a lot of different actors about the westerns and everything, and uh, I spoke to James Drury once. I don't know if you remember James Drury from uh, the TV show uh, The Virginian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he told me that a lot of actors tell people when, they, when they're when they asked if they can ride a horse, the, the answer was, should always be yes, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> and oh, that's it, interesting. Did you... Did you have to ride horses in, in the... Yeah, yeah. And, did you know how? Answer, it took years to get come up with the right answer. <laughs> but I took uh, my advice from a great rodeo performer who became an actor, handsome guy, Brad Johnson. But he said, when they ask you if you can ride, say, I ride a, I can ride a little. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, then they'll test you. Uh I had to ride horses and gods and generals, but the first one I rode was in 1979, and I'd really never ridden them. And there, I, they put me up there on one for eight hours, but it was with Lee Marvin and Charles Bronson. It's called Death Hunt, mm-hmm. and uh, based on a true story where uh, this outlaw type, Charles Bronson, eludes the Mounties for 40 days, and I was part of Lee Marvin's posse. So I hope there are some old people that listen to your show. Most of my fr- uh, colleagues are dead. <laughs> anyway, I, I had to write it, and uh, I had gotten a friend to show me some stuff before I went to Canada, and she told me wrong. <laughs> None of the guys riding were riding like she said, but... I got through that. The hardest was probably in the sequel to Lonesome Dove. We were riding at night and on a, on a slanted hill, and they were riding fast, and, and it's raining. Mm-hmm. So the locals, cowboys, rodeo guys are attached to the film as extras, and I'm supposed to keep up with them. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I kept up and didn't fall off. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember when I had to use the spurs on the horse. So that's God's in general, you know. But I would never. You go in and you. The agents lie. They say in New York, I do a soap opera. Oh yeah, he can call the pockets on a pool mm-hmm. table. Well, you mm-hmm. get in there and you got five people telling you what to do. The crew knows how. The director knows how, and I don't know how. <laughs> and then the agent in the West Coast said, Oh yeah, he's from Tennessee. He can ride a motorbike. And I get in there. <laughs> The stuntman had to ride it for me. There were a bunch of not-so-great actors, but good motorbike riders. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like lying. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I lie to myself, practice self-deception, but I try not to lie to other people. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever been hurt in all the TV shows and movies that you've worked in? I, like, pulled a hamstring in a remake of... uh, I'm a fugitive from a chain gang, and uh, 
one guy fell in the distance and the director who got removed from the film later he said hell with him keep shooting keep shooting so sometimes you get hurt a little bit several chuck norris films uh all the first film i did down in north carolina i cut my hand they they it was a low budget film i cut my hand to the bone there and they took me to the dispenser sewed it up and came back and they had given my lines to another actor and kept shooting and i kind of blew up mm. but not not much not yeah. much not like some people the things that they were using real glass, not breakaway glass. And not only that, they had real bullets in the rifles we were shooting. Really? Wow. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. Geez. And I was stupid because I didn't know any better. Hmm. But um, my scars are psychological, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Being promised jobs and, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, True Blood. Now that's another one that you you you've had a lot of long stretches in well, TV shows. Well, uh, I was a recurring regular there for three seasons, and they brought me back on the fifth. Thank you for saying that. But uh, the agent told me, "Do you know how many people get two, three series in a row?" Even after I left uh, True Blood, before I came back, I went to New York and got to live in the city and shoot a series called. Bar Karma that I'm sure nobody knows. Al Gore owned the network mm-hmm. since sold it to Al Jazeera. That, that was on current TV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the joy was living in New York and playing a lead role who was kind of bright. You know, <laughs> he was kind of a bright character. I play a lot of dumb characters. Too. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, but uh, thank you. You you pay me a compliment, and I talk for thirty minutes. <laughs> but True Blood with Anna Paquin and. Stephen Moyer and Ryan Quanton, uh, they were wonderful. And, of course, Alan Ball, a brilliant writer, won an Academy Award for writing and uh, said American Beauty. And, and uh, it's the, you know, many are called, but few are chosen. So to get them in your 60s is pretty lucky. Mm. And to still be alive. Right. <laughs> now, with all the TV shows and movies you've been in, is there anyone that, what is your particular? I don't want to say favorite, but you know, you feel that wow, I I I really hit it on that one. I I did a really good job. Well, the creator of the show taught English literature at Yale on Deadwood, so he wrote sometimes like Shakespeare with iambic pentameter, and mm-hmm. he was a fun character. And uh, Blade Runner because I got to get outside myself a little bit. Uh, I had high hopes for one called Stanley's Gig, where I had the lead role, independent film with Faye Dunaway. Wow. But I had first time director, you know, it's become very hard. I'm not like, uh, I wouldn't say I can't work with them. It's very hard to work with first time directors. Oh, it is? Yeah. Um, hmm. Anyway, that sounds awfully conceited. No, 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 not at all. The lucky thing, Brian, is I don't have to work. I still enjoy it, and I'm sitting right here with a piece of paper where they offered me. They gave me the uh, the they said this is the money, and and it'll be shooting in early this week, and uh, it's just a cartoon for Adult Swim, but they do very funny things, and I work, and then all of a sudden they tell us they pull the bit or whatever. But it's Tim and uh, Eric, uh, they're wonderful. They were on. Mm-hmm. 
Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah, they had a movie out. Uh, Tim and Eric's, I don't know, was it a billion dollar adventure or something like that? Yeah, yeah, but they are wonderful writers. They brought me in to do one. Uh, and uh, I worked recently with Robin Williams. Well, a year ago, it was supposed to come out. I think they cut me out of that film, but Tim uh, was on the show, one of the actors. I'm jumping around, hard to follow, dropping names, but. You know, they quote the money, I can't sleep for three days. My wife, you know, same because she sees me. And then they say, oh, we're not going to do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's the business, huh? That's, that's the way it goes, huh? They yep, s- yep. stop things in the middle of when you think it's going to go, and all of a sudden it's it's gone. Yeah. So do you have any other projects coming up that, that, that you can tell us about? Oh, I was afraid you'd ask me that. I'm chewing gum. Can you hear me? No, no, no. <laughs> I had a film that we shot in Arizona, and they put us in nice quarters. It's an independent film called uh, The Griddle House. Mm -hmm. And it stars a young kid named Alex Schaefer. And uh, he did a movie called Win Win, and I know he's going to be a star. He's represented by creative artists. And it takes place in a diner, and uh, his, his character is looking for his birth mom. And he leaves his family and ends up in this diner where he heard that his mother would sometimes show up. And I just play an old fart, if you will, who sits (laughs) at the counter and barks. But it's uh, funny and poignant, and he ends up that you can find your real family in the oddest places. It's it's, one of those who it's not vulgar it's not i mean it doesn't have it doesn't appeal to prurient interest so how can it make any money <laughs> but i i love the the director's really bright can i say his name sure in fact it's, it's hard to pronounce paul tom Borello. it has luke perry and these actresses two or three from uh, uh oh god uh i forget i forget right now but anyway it has a lot of good people, but I should just talk about me. <laughs> now, are you also in in a film coming up called, uh, is it Assassin's Fury? Well, I shot it, and I don't think it's finished, but uh, the he's like a Roger Corman type, mm-hmm. if you, and he paid me before I went there. Messed up this film that I just talked about because they had to flip the schedule, and I had an easy sh- schedule in there, but... It, uh, I played an assassin type, and I can't even explain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy named Mark Rolston was in the movie I'd worked with before, and a bunch of blondes, <laughs> and they are uh, the real assassins. Uh-huh. Don't know how to describe it. It those are both independent, but mm-hmm. and both paid me. Yeah, so that's the important thing. <laughs> As long as the check clears, right? <laughs> well, you know, if you take it for money alone, it's, they say it's not such a good thing. But right. I didn't. I didn't like the one, the friggin' Christmas miracle with Robin Williams in Atlanta wasn't much money, but I liked Robin and I wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. But I could be bad luck, you know. John Candy, I did a movie in Mexico. The agent said, don't go don't go and do that movie, pilot season. And I said, I want to work with John Candy and live in Durango, where John Wayne worked. And 
Mm-hmm. And sure enough, John died on the last movie called wow. Wagons East. But uh, there, but for the grace of God, Brian. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Am I putting you to sleep? No, this is fascinating. Believe me, <laughs> this this is what we want to hear. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You you talked to so many people, man, a number of whom I worked with, like Bruce Dern and Robert oh, yes. Vaughn and yeah. um, Svensson, Bo. You know, we were doing Walking Tall, and I said, uh, when I got through shooting our guest star role, I said, I hope it runs for a long time. He said, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a couple of drinks at that time, but he gave me his home number if you need something. That's always nice. Yeah, 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 jeez. Now, was acting what you wanted to be when you were, you know, just a little kid? No, I wanted to be an athlete, man. I was a rude awakening because I did okay through junior high school and lettering in high school, but somehow... I'd go to see a few plays in high school because a, a friend, a girl, was in the plays. So, kind of intrigued, but I, I went in the Army after high school, you may know, and, uh, for two years. I always knew I'd go to college, but I, for some reason, yeah, my brother went in for 20 years. I was a big Elvis fan. I have no idea. But then I got the GI Bill, so I was too lazy to go to work, and I went to law school. And... I finished, but I never took the bar. But by then, I was doing plays because I saw a production of Hair with all the pretty girls next door to the law school. <laughs> Without taking the bar, I went to New York and did a lot of theater. Yeah. Uh, some of the plays people actually came to. <laughs> <laughs> but I, if that answered you, did I want No, no. I started art school. I really regret that I quit. All I wanted to do was play sports. Yeah. What sport were you most interested in? Well, basketball, and it's crazy because I'm I'm short. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be seven foot and invincible, I guess. <laughs> but uh, did you play? No, just you know, like you say, in, in high school, junior high, things like that. Well, that's something. If it's a it's a competitive thing, I mean, but in junior high, I played all the sports and did okay. Had the prettiest girlfriend at one brief time until she started going out with a linebacker. And then <laughs> high school was much bigger, and the city guards were all city. I know I'm boring, but what did you play? If you don't mind me asking, I I, I actually played? I was a pole vaulter. Oh my God! One of those crazy guys that flew up in the sky. <laughs> oh yeah, do you remember your best height? Uh, not not that high. I think it it was uh, boy. I don't even remember now. Oh, I might have been on the spot. It doesn't matter. You probably fourteen. <laughs> I think it was wow. fourteen feet. Oh, that's amazing. I just can't imagine the agility. I remember a classmate. I said, "How does he do that without ramming himself or hurting himself?" Oh, you do. You hurt yourself many times. <laughs> yeah. How tall? How tall are you? If you don't mind me asking. Five ten. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. more impressive. Well, I. Uh, I should thank you before I forget for letting me ramble on talk about my non-career. Uh, hey, believe me, like I said, we enjoy listening to, you know, this This is what the people want to hear because uh, it's just interesting to hear, you know, more than just the actor that we see on, on camera. Well, uh, I just feel really lucky to, and a lot of it is luck, you know, mm-hmm. to have worked fairly steadily and 
made some investments and still be alive. I never dreamed I'd be in Pennsylvania, but this is where my wife's family is, and I have family on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. 35 years in L.A., she said, well, let's go back there. Yeah, a little peace and and quiet. (laughs) We go and see her 99-year-old grandfather. We take turns. Wow. He's a Princeton grad, great preacher he was. and I'm trying to quit thinking me, me, me in a little bit. We, us, our. Boy, it's mm-hmm. hard, though, Brian. It's hard. <laughs> well, William, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Please. Takes us away from all your acting and everything else. Uh, when you watch TV, or if you watch TV, some people don't, but if you do, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, I like, uh, well, there are people who pigeonhole me, but I like uh, Big Bang Theory. Yes, that's a riot. Yeah, I like them, and I was glad they put Newhart on there. And he yeah. Won Emmy. Uh, but um, when I was a kid, I loved the westerns, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve McQueen and uh, Maverick. I got to work with Garner, not McQueen, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, favorites. That's just any western almost when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But. And uh, I'm going to be like the uh, retired Supreme Court Justice Rehnquist. He said, well, I watch the Weather Channel. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's what some people watch. <laughs> I watch the Weather Channel. I love, you know, people versus TV versus movie. And the actor, actress, i got to put my gum out, Mary Louise Parker was in The Client with us. And she's a lot of Broadway and Somebody said when she was doing a Showtime show called Weeds, I, I don't watch TV. And she said, well, somebody's watching. <laughs> and she's made a lot of money, and she's raising her children, and college is paid for. And she might not even remember my name, but that's the way I feel. Somebody's watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, William, I, I want to thank you so much. It was such a thrill to uh, when I got your email and saying that you would agree to do the, the show, and uh, I do appreciate it. I've enjoyed your work over the years, and oh, uh, hope you. hope we see more of you. You know, I need you more than you need me, so I thank you for helping us uh, promote. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking about the Griddle House. We might get lucky, you know. It was at times very funny. Yeah. And the kid, Alex Schaefer, is going to be a star. And when is that one coming out, do you know? Uh, if you look on IMDb, it'll probably say 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Before Assassin's Fury, I would bet. <laughs> but I really don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it's kind of seasonal, too, like a friggin' Christmas Miracle, which they cut me out of. <laughs> I don't care. I've worked with Robin, and I got to tell him how much I admired him. Yeah. And uh, I'd hate not to have been able to do that. Uh, but thank you. I think uh, it'll probably be next Christmas. Oh. November, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank Chance you. Chance to lie. Chance to lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't, though. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Thank William. you, and continued success. I mean, what have you done? Over 300? How many shows? 300 and, you know, t- over 325. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's a reason for that, and I wish you well. Okay? Thank you.
William Sanderson, what a great guest. I thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us and sharing his stories with us. Uh, just love watching him in, in the movies and TV shows that he's been in over the years. And, of course, on New Heart, how can you not like the character he played? He just was such a great character there, playing Larry and his two brothers, Daryl and Daryl. Well... It's about that time once again. Time to wrap things up here. If uh, you are on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you're you know, wanting to hear On Screen or Beyond, you can always listen to on iTunes or go to onscreenorbeyond.com, and it's right there for you too. And uh, also, uh, if you are going to send me some feedback, you know, or just want to say hi or whatever, let me know where you're from and send it to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Love hearing from you. We get emails from all over the world. We have a big listenership, of course, in the United States, but we also uh, have a big listenership in Germany, China, uh, New Zealand, Australia. Love hearing from you guys and, and everywhere else around the world. I thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy days. And uh, it's always fun to hear where people are listening to On Screen and Beyond. You know, while they're, they're, some people are, some people said they're piling wood. Some people are exercising in the gym. Some people are going to work. And it's just, uh, just funny to hear where people are. So uh, we thank you very much for listening each week. And tell a friend, let them know that at onscreenandbeyond.com, you can go there, go to our rerun section. You can hear all 331 episodes from the very first one to up to now and we're going to continue we got some fascinating guests coming to you just like william sanderson who was just here so that's it that's a wrap for this week until next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond i'm brian zimrak take care (laughs) 